guess. Hello world, huh? <laughs> oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Light the candle! What? Well, I thought Poulter was number two in the world. <laughs> um. <laughs> Expect anything different? All possible, Garrett. Yes, it is, Frank. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and how about the wry smile on Tiger's face? What's happening, everybody? And welcome back to the Sunday Red Podcast, episode 80. We took a week off. The boys are back. I'm Simo, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Ricks and Gibber. Fellas, what's happening? Not much, boys. Not much. Feels like a longer than a, a, a week's vacation for us. I feel like I haven't seen Ricks in like a year. But uh, I've seen how, I've how seen a lot look? of... Uh, you look great. Look Thanks, great buddy. as always. But I, I've seen a lot of Simo lately. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that. But no, how you doing, buddy? What's happening, boys? I'm just, uh, I was just telling Call before we jumped on here. I've just been on an absolute heater with the guys in town. I went wedding one weekend, back-to-back weddings, engagement party, birthday party, all in a row. And this is the Monday <laughs> after that. So if my brain and my words are a little jumbled today, you guys know exactly why. Haven't been on the golf course too much, but I did manage to squeeze in one round with the guys. And uh, summer's almost coming to an end. Every time I look at a calendar, I'm like, well, today's the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, August is done. Like, where did that yeah. summer go? And uh, we have a whole whack of obligations, so sometimes we have to miss weeks and stuff like that. But wintertime is, uh, is our prime as a podcast. And uh, we have a lot to talk about today because we have some recapping to do, but I'm looking forward to it. August is one of those August is one of those months that just flies by like it doesn't even like the minute August hits it's it's September like Uh, I find I find August is that month where like say like you're in high school and you're sitting there like oh okay you know July was a good month and you're like oh I still got another month of summer you you blink one second you're back in school yeah Yeah. August is holes 12 through 15 in my yeah. <laughs> that, that's well put for sure yeah. um and it's also like everyone tries to cram in everything in august like when you're making plans from the previous year or something let's talk about weddings or bachelor parties or something everyone just trying to hammer it in august weekend so like they're just like they fly by like that and uh mm-hmm. like i said i've only been playing golf like once a week but i i do have something to discuss with you guys uh i like i said i have two buddies coming to town we play as a foursome i haven't played with these guys in a long time they're like they enjoy golf but they're not golfers you guys play with those guys all the time, right? Um, yep, we get to the day. first tee. We make tees. Always a better ball match play kind of format. That's our go-to. Uh, we go to set handicaps. They don't know their handicaps. So whoever's listening right now and they don't have an idea what their handicap is, have an idea. Because this ruined a day of gambling on the golf course. So <laughs> I play with my buddy Ray. He, he lives in Toronto. The guy says he shoots 115 every round. Like He's like, I suck. I can't get off the tee. Can't do this. I, I, I'm, I'm awful. So I flip a tee. He's my partner. We're playing against two guys that could probably beat him, given the fact that he shoots 115 or 120 yeah. in the last eight rounds. Um, so we give him a certain amount of strokes. He goes out there and probably fires an 80. <laughs> so like it wasn't, it wasn't even like it wasn't even a game. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like so you tough. like if you don't have some sort of an idea of a handicap, you're ruining the, the day for everyone. Mm-hmm. Cause like automatically we're up drinks and we actually played like a, a cooler boy because like we weren't carting, but they give you these massive coolers that, uh, to lug your beers around and the losing, the guys that lose the previous hole have to carry the coolers. So like I did, we didn't have to touch a cooler the whole back nine. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, <laughs> like I like change the handicap system around <laughs> mid round, knowing that you're going to absolutely dominate these guys. We went to go do that on the 10th tee and the, both the guys are like, no, we want redemption on you guys. So wow. that, that okay. option was on the table, but I'll, uh, my buddy that I was paired with that says he shoots 130. He had, I think he had two chip-ins and on 18, he hit in the hazard and hold out from 155 for birdie. <laughs> That's how he ended the round. Just like twist the knife right into these guys. <laughs> so, so here, here's the thing though. If, if the two buddies you're playing against want, want a redemption, they can't complain about gambling. They got to lug those coolers around and just be happy about it the whole and, time. And they were, and they were. They weren't bitching and okay. moaning. I'm just saying it kind of ruined the day. So if anyone doesn't have a handicap and they golf once a week or want to play for a little bit of cash, you need to have an idea. Or do it manually. Do it yourself. It's not hard. You can get in within one or two ballpark, right? For sure. Anyway, that's what I just wanted to get that off my chest. And the hole out was hilarious at the end of the day. What do you think about playing like two, three warm-up holes if no one knows what their handicap is? So you get a gauge personally of what their handicap is, and then you kind of give it to them, and then your round starts on, say, hole four. Not a horrible idea. 
And I never that never once did that cross my mind or see them hit a ball for just two holes. Let's say you don't. Yeah, I t- I'll tell you what I would be on the PGA Tour of fourteen hole contests because if I could or like net PGA Tour, if you could give me a <laughs> handicap after hole four, if I keep it under like you know bogey golf for the first four holes, I'm I'm laughing. Like the first four holes at Cherry Hill are pure warm up for me <laughs> until I get I'm, to number I'm, six really. I'm a slow starter too. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I, we're more I, talking and, and about like 20 caps here, though. Yeah, yeah. You need a gauge. You need you need a gauge. I'm with you, Cole. I actually don't mind that, and I will uh, I will bring that to the forefront. Um, yeah, let's keep moving on. That's all the really story I had to tell about that. Do you guys have anything for me? Us, well, one thing I was gonna say, instead of doing the four-hole warm-up, though, you could run through a quick little combine on the on the range. Give them like right. seven targets to hit at. <laughs> we teed off at like 7:05 in the morning. There was like pretty much frost on the ground. I I wasn't warming up. Yeah, no, that was a trunk no, slammer. No. Um, do you guys want to talk about Tiger for a little bit? Sure. Not, I not think that we there's, a, there's a few. Not, yeah, sorry. There, I, there's if a if few. You, sort. If you have little. <laughs> If you have little tidbits, sorry, we're talking over each other here, that would be even better because I haven't heard really anything other than him walking on crutches. But uh, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I think it was off the Tiger Doc. Listen to this quote. Who grew up idolizing Tiger. You remember this, Gibber? They never played him at his peak. Never saw the shots that they only can see on YouTube now. And there were some pros who said, I can't wait to get into the hunt with Tiger on a Sunday in a major. The fuck you do. You have no idea what you're getting into. How good is that quote? I just like, I, I like, it gave me chills when I was watching. Like, that was like, he, Tiger's walking up to the 12th tee at Augusta National with like Finau and uh, uh, Francesco Molinari. And that is like one of the most epic quotes. So I'm like, yeah, let's have a little bit of Tiger talk. It's been a while. Whose quote was that? I can't remember. It's like, I think he's a writer for something. Oh, so that's a hell of a quote, but no, well, the, like the tiger talk that uh, I've saw is, uh, his lawyers are going after Rachel. You could tell right now the mistress, <laughs> like just going at her heart, suing her for, uh, cause she had an NDA in her, um, divulging information in the, the HBO documentary violated that. So apparently tiger's team had paid a bunch of money, like you saying, you know, we'll give you this amount of money and you have an NDA, um, that documentary violated it. So the wow. lawyers are having a heyday. That makes sense. Tough look know. for Tiger, though. I don't like. I don't like that look. If I were him, you just got to take it on the chin. I think when you're in situations like that, personally, like when you when you, I would rather people just take it on the chin than try to like fight back and be like, we had NDA sign. It, it, it's not a great look. I would yeah. go after her. She's a, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't hesitate. Um, when do you think we'll ever, like, will we see Tiger play again? And when do you think would be the most realistic benchmark for that? So it's Hero August World right now. Yeah, Hero ahead. World Challenge, December 2022. And I think, I think we got another full year with no Tiger. Okay. Yeah. I could say even longer. Like I was like looking at him, like 2023 is kind of came to mind. So I guess December kind of makes sense, but I don't know. I think he'll definitely try for the comeback. Um, He's motivated. He'll be motivated for it, but I—that's about as good as I could do. Twenty twenty-three. I mean, I might be way off here. I bet she's pitching and chipping balls right now. I—I I, I can't see any situation where he wouldn't be. Well, probably um, you can do that, yeah. right? Yeah, well, like well, he's in a walking boot, and last time we saw him, he wasn't in a walking boot. Um, he's for sure doing stuff behind the scenes. Will we ever know? Probably not, because they have that under wraps. I—I I bet you he plays an event before Augusta National next year. Wow. Wow, that's bold. 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 I, bold. I don't think that's or what you're saying is this could be the stack and tilt era of Tiger Woods. Which leg did he break? I have no idea. Maybe the, the <laughs> hopefully it's it might right. be the might be the whole back and <laughs> He's lean. Got the reverse to era. stack and tilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like you, you, you can't hold down that talent trying to, to Tiger Woods. I mean you'll always be wrong. Right? Yeah. That's true. Okay. Let's uh, talk about the marathon quickly. We saw a lot on social media. I didn't talk to you guys too much that day. I had a busy day that day, but fill us in. So shout out to to everyone who donated. The SRP boys raised just shy of 15 grand. And we got another another big one coming in, another $5,000 donation coming in. They'll be posted shortly. So we should crack the $20,000 mark. And once Rick puts his donation in, we'll we'll certainly be over (laughs) 20,000. But as, as a group, we raised uh, between that, and we also kicked in a little cycling marathon this year for some of the crazy animals who wanted to do a 125-kilometer uh, cycling race the day before. 
Uh, but as a full uh, event, we raised just uh, just over two hundred eight thousand dollars. So, uh, wow. huge event uh, for charity. The boys, uh, we're in one. Uh, but then when you're playing for a hundred holes, uh, you got to slow it down because you just won't finish. Uh, but it was a great day. We got really lucky with the weather and not going to lie. We thought we had an epic match last year. This year may have been the most epic 100 hole match you've ever seen. It went to the 101st hole Gibber birdies hole 101 for the W. That's awesome that you uh, that you took it down in a playoff, which I never would have predicted in a million years. Call was also down pretty much the whole day, was he not? All day. I didn't. I, got, I was I never in the update, lead. But... I I, I think the first hole. I think I lost the first hole. So I and then I never got back to even from hole one until hole one hundred. Hole one hundred. <laughs> I tied so, it on hole one hundred. Grinding, grinding, so, grind. So, yeah. Giver was seven up with twenty three holes to play, and then. Colin's like the dark horse. He breaks late. And, and, you know, all I knew is I had to just, you know, get it in the house, get it in the house. And I was leaking oil fast, although I wasn't leaking oil. But I think you made like that last 18 holes. You were probably seven under par. It was yeah, wild. You were throwing darts. That's, that's so impressive. I broke early and I wasn't expecting it. I shot uh, our first full hole, full nine holes of golf. I shot 29. I was. Oh wild. man, that's awesome. That's really impressive. Uh, European golf clap for you guys. <laughs> nice and respectful. And 20 but, G's is a huge number too. That's uh, yeah. That blows me away. So and and shout out to to Pendy, and to Corey Connors, uh, and Mac. You still owe us a nice donation, bud, because you missed uh, you missed donating to the boys beforehand. So we're waiting for you. Uh, Gliggs, you too, all too, the boys. He's too busy ripping up Liberty National right now to make a donation yeah. with. And we will uh, say, I will say that uh, I think Mac was one of the only ones that donated last year. So it kind of yeah. evens it out a little bit, but he'll hopefully donate again this year too. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. boys. But no, it, it was great. Uh, we had uh, had some good on-course content. Call was, I, I got a lot of compliments with your, your food ratings, Call. Um, <laughs> Lots you know, of if, six nines if, in there. If golf content, yeah, if golf content doesn't make it for you, you got a you got a career in food reviews because everyone was loving it. But uh, it was yeah, it was a good match. We had a really good group between we had the Mitchell brothers and Forbesy going. So, you know, white claws were happening early and often, and so were the turn dogs. So, great day. And then just tell me what tell the the listeners what uh, you told me about Forbesy call before we came on. Oh yeah, so Forbesy lives like a minute away, so Forbesy's in one all day. Like doesn't stop. Most of us are like we're slowing down by whole what forty. We got to get it in the clubhouse maybe. So Forbesy just not keeps, even halfway. Forbesy's no, like like sixty four. Yeah, but okay. Forbesy's like turning the corner right there. Like that's when he's hitting his stride. So he finished the day up. I literally woke up the next morning, felt like a truck hit me. Forbesy goes out and plays the next day. Plays with uh, Michael Delzato. Michael Delzato goal got a hole in one. So not only did <laughs> Forbesy play hundred holes. He goes out, plays with Delzato, gets a gets an ace, and they get him one that night. So Aww. I can't imagine what Forbesy was feeling the next morning. But is I Forbesy alive? Has like anyone checked on him? I don't know. So, and even better, so Forbesy, so we play the marathon on Tuesday. He goes to Toronto, plays the MLSE with Del Delzato uh, and Johnson on on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, obviously Delzato gets a hole in one, then they spend the night in the city. Um, so he doesn't get home until Thursday night. I give him a buzz Thursday night. Hey, Forbesy, listen, could you be our foreman on Friday morning at 8.30? He gets in that Yukon. Uh, he rolls her right into Sherry Hill, comes in hot, and he says, no driving range for me. I'll see you on the putting green. <laughs> and then we, we roll. He was good. He, he showed me the whoop. He goes, he goes, look at the stats. I've been at 1% for four straight days. <laughs> Why does your heart rate spike so so late at night? Uh, um. Well, the best part, Forbes, he tells me a story. He he uh, he's in Toronto and his phone just went for the shits. I don't know. Obviously, who knows? Probably spilled four drinks on it. But uh, he said he had to go to the Eaton Center and they're they're sitting there like everyone gets a temperature check walking in, and they're like, "Hey, man, like your temperature's a bit high." He goes, "Don't worry, I was in one." <laughs> and he showed them the whoop. He goes, "I've been one percent for three days." That's pretty funny. Um, we talked about Mac Hughes and Liberty National. So the Northern Trust going on right now. They were uh, rained out with that. Is it Hurricane Henry? Storm Henry, whatever they call yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got rained out Sunday. 
Um, it's on right now and they don't have coverage on. It's on just Sirius XM. Golf Channel's replaying the Women's Open Championship from this weekend and uh, I can't watch Northern Trust. So I'm, I'm really choked. I thought I'd have a full day of watching golf here or have golf on the background while I was doing a little work. Not the case. So once again, I wanted to voice my disappointment in that. But uh, just a quick little uh, leaderboard thing. I just want you guys uh, to pick a winner right now. So we got John Rom. He just birdied, uh, I think, hole six. Um, he's 17 under. Tony Finau, 16 under. Eric Van Ruyen, a.k.a. Diego from Blow, um, <laughs> 16, 16 under as well. Cam Smith, who fired a nice uh, clean 60 on Saturday, is 15 under. Um, do you guys have any winners coming out of the pack? John Rom. I just got I got John Rom all day. Johnny's taking he, that home. He's yeah. playing video games this year, eh? He's point and shoot. Yeah. It is he insanely is, yeah. impressive. Um, yeah. I think he's he's only had one win this year, which is absolutely insane to think that about. That is crazy. He's leading the Memorial by six when he got COVID. Um, I I think he's hands down player of the year this year. And the, and there's no one that's won three times in the PGA Tour this year. Getting really bunched up at the top there. But player of the year, we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think so, Johnny. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Tony Finau this afternoon. I wish I could watch, but I'll be following. I'd love to see that, but I don't think he's going to be John Rahm. Ned. Okay. Yeah, speed um, uh, Smith with back-to-back to triples too. today. Yeah, so triple-triple. Like triple, a, a construction worker ordering a coffee at the Tim Hortons there. Eight over through 15, so he's struggling to find it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, left, right. <laughs> I was looking at his shot tracker earlier. Pretty it's impressive stuff. Uh, tough one. Uh, sometimes your short game and putting can only save you so much. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's hit the rewind button here. We don't have to go over it for a long period of time, but let's talk about the Olympics. Um, mm-hmm. I think when people players play in the Olympics and other players see the significance of the Olympics, um, I think they're going to draw bigger fields going forward. A uh, little bit weak uh, field on the guy side of things, but Xander Shoffley finally got that like kind of big win he's been looking for. Um, they talked about how much it meant to him and his dad. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, he was pretty solid all week. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. I One, I I, I love the, the win for him. I think it's huge. I think that's huge for his career. <clears throat> but for me, the Olympics, it was disappointing, the coverage. I think the coverage was terrible. I know it's a tough time. Uh, in terms of the timing of it and like getting good coverage, but like I feel like I watched every round and fast forward, and like I saw like you know the occasional shot from Shoffley. I think I might shot, saw three shots from Mac and Corey the entire week, but I'm like it, it can't be that hard to get good coverage over there. But it, it I don't know, they got to figure it out. Yeah, the golf course was beautiful. Sorry, call. Go ahead. It was beautiful. I will say I think they got to change. Like for me personally, I think they got to change the format. I think trying to compete with the PGA Tour with the fields that the PGA Tour get as opposed to the Olympics. The Olympics is obviously a weak field, and especially this year with not all the top guys going, it's difficult to to draw that in for people, Um, especially me. I honestly didn't watch much of it. I did see Xander come down on uh, the last round there. He was playing great, but uh, in my opinion, something's got to be done with the format because I'm not a huge fan of the stroke play format personally. That's fair. We, we yeah. kind of talked about that yeah. already, but a five-man playoff for uh, bronze, also pretty cool. That was cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to kind of see uh, Hideki sneak in there. I thought yeah. that would have been a really cool storyline, but uh, T.T. Pan ended up pulling that one off. And Rory, is, uh, Rory Sabatini. Yeah. Sabatini. Deadly final round. How funny is that post with the sword? <laughs> yeah. It's like, who won silver at the Olympics? It's like Rory, and then he pulls the sword, and it's Sabatini. <laughs> I love that. Man. <laughs> Could you imagine the amount of money someone would have won if they put money on Rory Sabatini to medal? Like, well, he's playing out of Slovakia too. He's not even playing out of uh, South Africa anymore because his no. wife's from Slovakia. I like and, that. Uh, for him. So crazy. Kind of weird when you see the flag beside his name, but I mean, Sunday sixty-one. He deserved that. He went out and got it. Um, the one thing with that golf course, the greens were so pure that everyone was just making putts. It was. In, like, when they're that pure, those guys are such good putters, like, no one was missing. They didn't have enough undulation, I feel, for the speed of the greens or whatever it was. Um, also, the quote of the Olympics to me is, like, uh, that Hansen, I guess his dad was an Olympic uh, ski jumper. And uh, they asked him in an interview, it's like, oh, you never, like, considered uh, being a ski jumper? He's like, I was just too fat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought that was pretty good. Uh, on the lady side of things, Nelly Korda leaking oil on Sunday a little bit. She was, she's the hottest player on the planet right now, or yeah. she was at that time, definitely still is. Um, she, she won her major, went to the Olympics, was leading by three, I think, heading into Sunday. Um, lost the lead at one point early in the back nine and then ended up closing it out. Um, very impressive play. I also, I will say my thing in the interviews prior to the women teeing off, and they're talking about the difference between the men and how the course were playing. They were like making excuses why it was easier for the guys than it was for them. And that really bothered me. Like no one was comparing your scores to the guy's scores. No yeah. one. I wasn't. I wasn't going to. It's like, to me, it's like a completely different kind of game as far as the angles you need to take. But still, they still shot like the winning score was like, I think the same as the men. So like they were trying to like justify them shooting higher scores before they went out there. There was no reason for them to do that. No. That's where I stand on that. Yeah. Yeah. I would really love to see some like, you know, we said team event, uh, even like a mixed team, I think would be just very unique and to be like, you know, imagine like, you know, Corey Connors and Brooke Henderson alternate shot for 18 holes. That'd be deadly. That'd love be pretty boring that. golf. That'd be a lot of greens and uh, repairways <laughs> and greens. <laughs> not, not like me and you playing alternate shot, eh? Oh, you no. might hit one into, you know, right, right into China. I'll, I'll bring it back to Japan, then I'll hit it right That would the be US. TD. That would be TD. <laughs> Colin would be boring, too. I think yeah. I think it should just be, in my opinion, what is it? Is it two females and two males per country? Uh, unless you're yeah. top 15 in the world, then you get extra spots. Okay, interesting. So say it was two and two. I'm just going to say it for, mm-hmm. for sake. You have four scores, and it's like a college team event. That'd be cool. Like, and that's you're playing for your country. Okay. And do you count three scores there, or do you count? I count all of them. Four. I count four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You count all Might four. Be like, I think the United States would just wash everyone, though. Well, there you go. But people get better, and they wash. But them I right guess now, they're they're, they're the best. They're the best. They're I don't the know. Like the, they it's do like in the, the USA basketball. You know, like yeah. they go into the Olympics. Everyone kind of knows <clears> they're going to win gold, and they do. Yeah. Can we wrap well, our mind? Oh, go ahead, Gabriel. As a good quote, I, uh, a comment I had, I was playing golf with Simon the other day. Uh, really good golfer, one of the best in Canada. Just finished sixth at the Ontario M. We were talking about the Olympics, and he goes, yeah, a 72-hole stroke play event. Haven't seen that before. Right? He goes, didn't watch it at all. And like, he's one of the best golfers in Canada. That's what I said, Gibber. You said, what are you saying about me? My quote didn't matter? No. Simon, <laughs> Simon took it, rewrote it. More, I guess you just got to make more birdies, Golf. Yeah. Just... Seven under in your last 18 just didn't quite yeah. cut it. Um, so I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what they need to do. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we'll rapid fire these ones. St. Jude Abraham Answer gets his first PGA Tour win. Awesome. Uh, I love Abe Answer. I think he's like five two. He's not growing, um, but he's one of my favorites to watch out there. Um, do you guys? Did, I don't know. We'll just keep rolling. Wyndham yep. Championship. Kevin Kisner won in the playoff. One guy I did not expect to win this year. Not hasn't yes, necessarily baby. been on form. Awesome for the game when he wins all the like those viral social media videos pop up again. He's got some great one liners, some great quotes, so it's nice to see kids win and he'll be on the PGA tour obviously for the next couple of years still, especially with the multiple wins. And uh, like I said, the Northern Trust is currently happening right now, so we don't have a winner for that one yet. But uh, next week, BMW Championship, it's at Caves Valley Golf Club. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I didn't do a course preview because nothing's really out on it yet. Uh, we don't have the field, but we'll have to just post our picks on uh, on social media. And that's new this year, right? New golf course. Yeah. yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Interesting. That, uh, oh, I want, oh, geez, I'm going to butcher this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even going to try and guess. I can look it okay. up right now while you guys talk. Yeah, let's look it up. I, I had it, and then I'm like, oh, it won't matter. I'll just, uh, no one will ask me where it is. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, Owings <laughs> Mills, MD. So is that Mar- Maryland? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Owens Mills, Maryland. Course looks pure. I will say that. Mm -hmm. And the defending champion there, I believe, is DJ. That's when he was on an insane heater in the playoffs last year, right? John Rom. John Rom. What about DJ? John Rom won this last year. DJ won the Northern Trust and the Tour Championship. Yeah. Oh, he sandwiched him. And finished runner-up. Was it John Rom? Is that the one you beat Justin Thomas in the playoff with that massive putt? That big breaker. Doesn't matter. That, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, DJ didn't others. win the tour championship, or like he, win the. He did, show? but he didn't shoot the lowest score at East Lake. Oh yeah. Sanders Shoffley yeah. did, but he started at ten under par or whatever. Um, yeah. AIG Women's Open. 
It was at uh, Carnoustie. Awesome track. Uh, they call it Carnasty because it's so tough. Uh, the last four holes, absolutely insane. I would, I don't know what I would score on them, but it wouldn't be pretty. Like, <laughs> yeah. not at all. I'd have to hit driving iron everywhere out there. Uh, Anna Norquist, Norquist, she won her third major. I think it's their first one in like four or five years, though. Uh, she won with one shot and she parred the last four holes. Um, I time. also, maybe you guys can comment on this. The winner's check this time, they, they boosted up the woman's purse. She won $870,000. Good for her. I love that. That's awesome to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome to see. Uh, It was a loaded leaderboard heading into Sunday, and it was a great, uh, I mean, the times are a little bit tricky for us watching in Canada or North America, but um, if anyone had a chance to watch that, it was definitely worth it. And if you're planning on watching the Northern Trust today on Monday, we're talking here, you could just literally watch it again because it's on Golf Channel over live coverage. Yeah. And these women are so good. Uh, Fellas, I played a scramble event this past week. And uh, I played with oh. a former LPGA Tour player, Emma DeGruy, from Australia. Cool. And uh, can't stress this enough, four good players, four still pros in this group. So a little bit stacked. Oh, yeah, you're team. on now. Uh, kid hit it pretty good. And I think we used maybe two of my shots all day. <laughs> okay. That, like, that's I would discouraging. Hit, I would hit, like, first of all, drives or, like, I would hit the drive, but they were up tees, so that they were, like, 40 yards by me the two girls we were playing with and then uh approach shots i'd just dial one in there to 10 feet nope we'll hit it closer every time <laughs> every my team up here time. i could not this is literally video game the way these girls play the game of golf it is unbelievable how dialed in they are in their distances and with their irons and wedges ridiculous to see uh crazy yeah. that further supports our like theory like girls are act like the women's game is actually they're better than the men they just don't quite have the power i agree mm-hmm. they just yeah. it, i mean men just have more they, club head speed so we get in a little bit yeah. more trouble but they just yeah, are they absolutely automatic absolutely they golf way better way smarter yeah. they yeah. hit the right shots off the tee they place it in the fairways these girls are out here <laughs> placing yeah. it in quadrants yeah. of fairways i'm <laughs> yeah. like giver sitting there just hoping he keeps it between the tree line <laughs> like most uh, of us uh, I'm thinking I, I'm trying to keep it on the hole, yeah. let alone the tree line. Like if, if I get up there and find a golf ball and I can hit it like with an unimpeded swing, it's a great hole. <laughs> Your golf ball though, right? Um, yeah. yeah, that's my. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, also, Solheim Cups coming up now that we're talking about the women's game. Uh, this one's at Inverness. That's in Toledo, Ohio, close to you guys. I bet you if the border was open, I'd really be pushing you guys to go watch this. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, that's August 31st to September 6th, which is like, it's only three days, the Solheim, right? So they're including all the practice rounds and stuff like that. Uh, but Europe won in 2019. They thumped uh, U.S. in 2013, 18 to 10. And wow. then U.S. won 2015-2017 uh, as well. So something to keep an eye on. If you're a golf fan, you'll definitely be tuning in that one. That's one of the best events to watch all year. For sure. Very exciting. Like I feel like every match they get, like it's like a... Patrick Reed versus Rory McIlroy, like that kind of level of intensity. They all take it so seriously. It's like watching like women's soccer. Like it's, it's so much more enjoyable than watching men's soccer, in my opinion. Okay. It's like volleyball kind of. <laughs> Better rallies. You don't even have to say anything Absolutely. about that. Everyone agrees with that. <laughs> I'm not talking beach. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I that's am. awesome. Uh, <laughs> you guys want me to just keep rolling with some points here? Like I said, like there's quite a bit of makeup going here, and then we'll have time to talk whatever we want towards the end. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll did you guys happen to see the merge between the European Tour and the PGA Tour? They're, I heard uh, about continu- it. Don't know much okay. about it. Okay, they're continuing to grow close. So there's events that overlap now. The European Tour schedule is really tailoring to the PGA Tour schedule now. Um, the, I don't know else to say it other than the best players from the European Tour are going to be able to play on the PGA Tour more frequently, and the best players on the PGA Tour, player on the PGA Tour are going to be able to play on the European Tour for those marquee events. Uh, so this is nothing but good for the game. We're getting closer to a global tour, just like kind of the women's game is right now. Um, that's all I have to say about that. It's, like, it's going to be more fair world ranking points as well because there some, uh, there's been a bone of contention about European players that strictly play in Europe um, would earn points easier than PGA Tour members. Uh, now it's not going to be so much the case. It's just going to be the best fields, and I think everyone wins. I like that. Cool. Um, next one, Brooks. Brooks Kepka, I mean, BK. Um, he's going to be playing left-handed against uh, Dave Portnoy, the guy from Barstool. Not a huge fan of Dave Portnoy myself, but I know a lot of people are, so this is newsworthy, I guess. That goes down September 7th. Should we make a nice friendly bet on who's going to win that puppy? Sure. I, 
yeah, I, I look forward to watching this. It's the day before my birthday. But I am loading it down on Brooks Kepka because Dave Portnoy has no chance. No chance. I will take Portnoy. Didn't like Is Portnoy well, getting shots? Did you see when Portnoy tried to play like scramble with himself to shoot yeah. under par at Shinnecock? He won the US that Open was, with unlimited pretty bad. mulligans. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a, that, he, here's the way I look at it. He's a That natural. was more swings than your 100-hole day. Just so you oh, know. yeah. Lots. Okay. Yeah. Here's how I break it down. Natural lefty. So Portnoy's got just the net. He, he used to being on that side of the ball. Now, do I think that Brooks has a higher ceiling? 100%. We've all seen Brooks' shots. He can hit about 300 yards left-handed. But under the gun, lefty, it can get, it'll get really squir- it'll get squirrely for both of them. But I think Brooksy's going to get squirrely. And then those, like, irons and then around the greens chipping, I see a problem there when you're not used to being on that side of the ball. So I say a huge advantage to Portnoy just because he's played left-handed before. I would I would argue I'd say the only point where it's gonna get squirrely, more squirrely for Brooks than it would be for Portnoy, is if you hits it in a bunker. I think the bunker shot will be hard, but like, have you seen Brooks's numbers with like hitting eight irons like one ninety five? I'm like, I just and I think anything that's not gonna be a flat lie is gonna give Brooks Kepka I agree. Kind of trouble. And and he's showing like to to Rick's point too, like he and he's showing only his best swings. Like he's not showing a whole range session. He's showing the one time he hit the eight iron 194 yards. So his ceiling's there, but out of 10, how many is he hitting there? That's where I see him and Port. I, th- I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a lot closer. Portner is a shit talker too. Brooks Kepka, mm-hmm. as we know, is a little weak mentally in areas. So that's what I'm saying. How, how unreal would it be if Portnoy showed up with Bryson DeChambeau on the bag? I think he wanted to. He wants to. <laughs> uh you guys want me to fill in the latest bryson dechambeau news because we missed like whatever a couple weeks of like doing uh talking about bryson on this podcast but obviously he had like the covid thing like why he's not getting uh vaccines blah 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 blah. but today it came out that bryson dechambeau is going to be competing this year in the world live long drive championship yeah i read that yeah a day Sorry. after the Ryder cup <laughs> I love that. which is insane to me like what if you win with your teammates? You're just gonna jump on a plane and go to the he's gonna bail, the, bail the long drive contest. That's so dumb. But I mean, I'm not a Bryson guy. I don't know if you guys are. At one point, one of you guys said Team Bryson, um, but that's just we, I think we thing both said Team shake my Bryson. Head. We we both were on Team Bryson for a while when he was just keeping it quiet, swinging as hard as possible. The moment he started opening his mouth up and trying to chirp with Brooks, I. Just I jumped off the bus and I'm swimming to shore now. Yeah, I'm definitely Team Brooks, but I would say I actually uh, I like what Bryson's doing here. I think he's bringing some eyeballs to a sport, which is pr- a pretty cool sport. Not a lot of eyeballs get on it. Maybe he brings some more people there. They the the pros and the long drive chance make some more money. That's a that's a win for me. As much as he's a bit of a, a how do you a think deep, he's gonna do? He's oh gonna he's gonna come walked. last. He's gonna get. Walked. I think he's gonna come last. I think, yeah, but I, think I don't think he he's trying to like win. Come last. No, I don't think he is no. either. He he said he wants to showcase the talent that's actually out there. Yeah, uh, he might not I, come last if they let me show up with my regular, you know, regular length of driver. Right? There's no way he, he, he keeps up the with grid. these guys. I mean, um, this is a world long. <laughs> a this is the world long drive championship. This is the championship, fellas. Like, there's been qualifiers. Mm-hmm. He's coming last. That's my prediction. Yeah. Dead last. These How do you guys get into it then? Huh? Did he like? Does he have to qualify in it still? Is it like a one full day? No, of it's like a celeb. No. He's just a celeb in there. Uh, okay, he's just the bringing the yeah. bringing the noise. He's bringing the noise. He's fluff. Yeah, he's fluff. He's a fluffer. Um, yeah. 2021-2022 PGA Tour schedule came out, and there are some changes. Do you guys want me to just read them off yep. quickly? Okay, um, it's in very small font, and I didn't prep for this, so just bear with me. CJ Cup at seven uh, Summit moves to Las Vegas. So that's a CJ Cups move now for good. Zozo Championship and WGC HBC champions on schedule. So that's a part of the PGA Tour schedule now. They added three events that count towards the FedEx. Okay. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am moves ahead of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Wow. So if you're, going to, if you're planning on going to the, uh, the Waste Management, it wouldn't be bad to head down for a week early and go to Pebble to watch some golf there too. You can make a nice little trip out of that. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to skip over that one because no one cares. Uh, Florida Swing is now being uh, played consecutively in February and March. So I think there was an, uh, one weird event there. I think it's in Texas, and they went back to Florida. They uh, cleaned that up a little bit, which I think is a bonus. Um, Mexico Championship, which, which is no longer a WGC, if I'm not mistaken, uh, returns in late April. So like that, that one got uh, COVIDed out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to that track where more cow won. Where's, but, the, uh, uh, where's the Canadian Open? St. George's. Yeah, it was that was postponed this year. I think it went, it's going back. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Wells Fargo Championship moved venues, which I believe is because uh, uh, Quail Hollow is hosting the PGA. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's my that's my big that's my best guess. I'm not even 100 percent sure, but that's like a little clean up notes for people that follow the PGA Tour. I think that's important to get out of the way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Barracuda Championship. This happened a couple weeks ago on a Monday qualifier. Did you guys see the putt the guy missed in the playoff? No, to qual to Monday qualify for his first PGA Tour event. Oh, the I man's did. name is the I man's did. name is Justin Warren, twenty four years old. This putt couldn't have been longer than six inches. It was a dink, and and the and the camera angle might be playing tricks on me, but it was six inches, right? Call like yeah, that's I mean, not it was, exaggeration. It was it was definitely a foot or under. Yeah. Okay. Barely touched the hole. Yeah, it did. And that is something it, that might scar a young professional for the rest of his life. I don't Did think he he's that young either, Rips. No? I think he's about 32 or something like he's that. He's been 24. grinding. Oh, he's 24? 24. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this thing was like uh, just a little nub, and I just wanted like, to start the discussion. What's like the shortest putt that you guys have ever missed that meant something? <laughs> I've missed a short one before. Okay. I like think Gibber might have been there when I missed the short one. I pressed caddying for you yeah. when you missed a dink and it cost us the tournament at Carlisle right. and cost me a paycheck <laughs> of $25. Uh, this thing was, this thing was about under two feet that I missed for sure. May have been a okay. foot. It was, may have been it a was under 12 inches. It may have been under 12. Yeah. Was that before you can tap on spike marks? Cause I feel like that's changed a lot too. It could have been, you but know, this was just a straight tug. <laughs> like, it didn't touch the hole. Uh, yeah. That happens. How crazy is that when you look at the old like Tiger stats when like you weren't allowed to like fix imperfections on the greens with like spike marks and stuff like that? He still went like I don't even know what it was like nine hundred and seventeen for nine hundred and twenty inside four feet for like crazy the whole year. <laughs> like what? that's crazy. Like JJ Redick uh, in his career at Duke was 314 for 317 at the free free throw line. Wow, <laughs> like those are stats that I don't just like. I don't think they'll ever be touched. I got to tell you about you- my personal putting right now, fellas, because I have some demons. Okay. I have some demons this year for the first time, maybe ever on the greens. <laughs> and we will not be plugging the perfect practice. No, practice we right will now. not. Uh, I am struggling. But I have been using the perfect practice, and it has helped my stroke, and I roll it great. And I was thinking about putting with no line and with a line inside 10 feet. He's searching now for anything. I'm switching putters. I'm going to go with a new putter. I got to get away. It's just in my kitchen. A new putter or a different putter? No, I'm going to get a new putter. I'm actually, okay. uh, you, I'm actually going to get a wrench a, talk. I'm actually going to get a putter fitting, um, nice. this Friday. You're getting an Odyssey putter, and I know you're getting an Odyssey putter. I got a feeling. You think that's what they're going to fit me with? I'm rocking the number seven right now. I love it. Yeah. Oh. And you're going to get the one with the three, the three lines on it. And you're going to have to switch to the Callaway Chrome Soft, so you get the three matching lines. And I might never play with you again. Yeah, I'll just be dialed in. Um, I hope so. I hope that I'm dialed in. But right now, fellas, I can't find it. I, uh, I, and I've actually been my last few rounds really striking the ball well. I've hit like 16 greens, 17 greens, and just did not make a putt. Even in the marathon, Gibber can attest to this. Well, I, I made say, nothing. say, we'll take a, take a rewind. Yeah. Like, Colin hit the ball. I don't know if you missed a fairway like ever that day. <laughs> There's very few greens you missed. Your proximity to the hole was just outside of probably 10 feet all day. And, it was some holes you weren't sniffing. I was rolling the rock that yeah. day, though. I was cashing them in. A couple chip in. <laughs> it was cash, but I, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. Oh my if, God. if someone can talk me through this, like I, I may book an online uh, session, betterhelp.com. Like, I got to do something. Like There's some demons up there, and uh, we're getting to a point where even yesterday, fellas, I, I played a, number one. I made like a two-footer feeling good about myself, okay? Like that's where I'm at. Get to number two. Had about a three-footer on a par three, like stuffed it in there. I missed the hole by a ball. 
Like it, it was, I don't want to say with a Y, but it was that. It was Ippy. Yeah, Ippy. It was Ippy. Ippy. And stumble us. Yeah, and I don't know what to do. Mind games, kitchen. Scramble though, I'm dynamite. Because everyone's putts for me. Like I played the scramble event on on last Thursday. With the uh, and I I hit first every time didn't sniff the and hole. they're like Colin you lead yeah, yeah. you lead yeah. show us the line call <laughs> show us the line I'm just yanking every putt left <laughs> that, that has to be the worst like thing that anyone could oh. ever say to you oh yeah you putt first oh, knowing man. you're there's no chance you're gonna make this and if you do it's like okay that's your one for the day yeah. like when you're the leadoff putter people are like just looking okay i want to get the line because this guy hasn't made a fucking putt yeah. and not day. even sniffing it like i made one putt i'll give myself that it was like a 15 footer felt good about myself but then went in the next hole and missed like a six footer <laughs> like not that's even that's crazy me you're such a good putter usually like that's a, one of your strengths head games. um i i will say like some people do pull and push and cut and draw putters like so like the when the first guy putts sometimes it doesn't really even give you the line that's i hope true. that's not your case <laughs> so like maybe at least you were probably a good lead regardless yeah. of like how you were kind of putting it um but like it's also really hard to putt when you have like three seagulls trying to get like gooseneck yes. your line and it's like you're like more self-conscious about your stroke you like want yeah, your stroke like, to am, look square and am i aimed right like am i aimed yeah like, like two balls right and yanking it like what is yeah, it? yeah it's 100 percent. it's a thing so i mean i i kind of feel your pain i hope i'm never like first up in a scramble putty <laughs> but like um but like i mean you're obviously playing with really good players so like i mean just the way she's going right now it is do you want me to do you want me to ease the pain of your putting yeah give her what in the fuck were on your feet for that hundred yes. ball day? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! You see, those things look like, like uh, you look like you're playing bocce ball or lawn bowling, or like you stole them from a bowling alley. You press uh, the I button. I was thinking either that, but just like press either that, or I was getting ready to go cut the grass with them, and I got the the cleaner pair for the indoor shoes too. I was even uh, worse cutting the grass, and they're they're not a good look. So I specifically wore them on the marathon for that specific reason, just for the boys to see them. Uh, I doubt the, it. The reason, I think you're, you're, the re- I, I he don't thought he was not. so like, mint throwing those sick. on like Chris. Like these are Chris, sick. White. What are they, Brooks? No. A6. No, those are A6. 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 So the, the story behind support. those is, so <laughs> the, the CHC locker room has been closed for, I don't know, two years. And it finally opens up. So, okay, time to get the shoes clean, baby. Getting look, you know, fresh. So I leave all of my shoes in my locker. You should just so, clean them yourself. Such no, a yeah. privilege. It's such a privilege. He gets the, oh, he gets the old Mexican guy in there to dial yeah. in his shoes and yells at him yeah. if they're not clean enough. Like, like, no. Eduardo, I, I noticed him at the spot. Yeah. It's funny you say his, his name is Eddie. He like, runs the locker room. <laughs> Made that up. He's been there for years, too. But, He's a legend. Like yeah. 60 years. It's crazy. But so we were going. I was going with my dad and my brother-in-laws to play in a golf tournament in Peterborough. And so we're leaving on Thursday morning. We're taking a limo to go up to Peterborough. We're leaving at like 7.30. And yeah. You're sounding like a really privileged right now. Just so you know. (laughs) And you have A6 golf shoes. So I get to the golf course, take my clubs out, start looking in my trunk. I'm like, where are my golf shoes? Where are they? I'm like, oh no, they're all at Cherry Hill. I left them all there to get cleaned. So I go into my dad's pro shop. And I'm like, dad, I need a pair of shoes. He goes, what do you want? Take whatever you need. And I was like, what do you have in an eight and a half? He goes, slim pickings, buddy. Woman. <laughs> he, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, this is all I got in the eight and a half. And I hemmed and hot on it. I'm like, I, dad, I, I can't wear them. I can't wear them. Just can't do it. And he goes, well, it's all I got in eight and a half. It's either that or you take these for free uh, or you risk seeing what they got in the pro shop there and ending up with something or nothing. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'll take these. But I'll tell you what, I've played some of my best golf in these Asics. <laughs> my best golf. <laughs> so they're like the squares, I, I, like they're pretty much for those listening, they look they look worse than the squares. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look good. But so I, I show up. Uh, we go to Peterborough. I make what I say. It was a up and down round, like seven birdies and eagle, and shoot seventy, like two under. Uh, but I striped it. It was I had a going. I had a couple squirrely ones, lots of bogeys, lots of three putts. But uh, then the marathon, twenty four birdies, three eagles, and a epic hundred and first hole match win over Simo. Keep saying it. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm going to plug it at least one more time today. But I, I'll tell you what, the the prestige of them is wearing off. I think I've, I've used all of the swings out of them. No more magic because, left than those fasteners. Yeah. So They're I, loosening I, after every swing. <laughs> You're having to, like, crank so, it. It can't go any higher of a setting. So <laughs> I started leaking oil hard last Friday on hole 10. Uh, so it was just I got the rights right now. Not good. Not a good feeling when when you set up and you feel like it's going left and you're worried that it's going to go left and it just goes right. And so, <laughs> like, you, I'm setting up there. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going dead left. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. that's going to go right. It's going to go right. It's going to go left. It's going to go right. And it's just it's like, that's you know, tough. which direction. <laughs> that's a scary feeling. But, At least you're still yeah, making birdies. Yeah. Um, makes me feel better about my putting. Thanks. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have friends that capture like a whatever, whether it's a Snapchat or like a video, they capture that perfect no ma- moment, no matter what they do. Like they have like a perfect, I don't know how to describe it, but Brett Mitchell is one of these people. He just like doesn't have his phone out for a round, but if he brings it out for five seconds, he's going to get an unbelievable video. I promise <laughs> you that. Five seconds out of a four hour round, he's going to get something good. And he got Gibber with his shoes. He's putting. And so he's like putting. So I'm like kind of watching Gibber's stroke. I don't notice the shoes initially. Then he like slowly starts zooming in <laughs> and zooming in to the point where like his stroke's not in the photo, but these like these ASIC shoes are and they're, they're putrid. They're so bad. Are like right there. And he whispers, he's like, what are those? <laughs> and I burst out laughing at my phone. And I, I watched it like, 80 times it was so good uh, and i wanted to come onto the podcast before i texted gibber how bad those shoes actually were but it's nice to hear good. the story behind them and i'm glad you're they're hitting them well good. with them but i'll tell you what it feels like you're walking on a cloud baby oh they're so nice <laughs> they're practical hey eh, gibber and when you have a bad back sometimes you need to be a little bit practical up there <laughs> I, you know what it got me through 100 holes. Oh, man. Yeah, did I tell you? I won it on the 101st hole. Beat Simo. Yep, there's another plug. Gibber um, also had th- some phantom balls in play on the marathon. Oh, here we they go. They were oh, phantom oh. balls. Oh, oh, oh. Brett Mitchell, Mark Ford. The boys will. There were some balls that Gibber hit right and ended up right okay. <laughs> okay? Like, there were balls that ended up I, I've right never forest. known Gibber to be a cheater. That's what we all Ever. said. That's what we all said. Never. And you know what? That that takes you a long way as reputation on the golf course. Once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater. But you have to prove it that you are a cheater I'm, first. So, you know Happy Gilmore, how so. uh, Shooter hires that guy to mess with Happy? Yeah. That's what oh, was I, happening. I felt like Gibber hired a guy out there who was just hiding in the bushes tossing balls back in play unbelievable no so let's take it take a rewind one i have never been a cheater never ever will be yeah, a cheater that's there's a couple i got a i'm not gonna lie i got a couple good breaks that like bounces off pine <laughs> trees where like i like couldn't believe it i had a three nug round for a hundred holes like that's just saying that's saying something that's pretty damn good for me Right, Brett may have used the anyone. same ball for the next. Yeah, Brett might not have lost a single golf ball, but Brett's the only guy um, I know that wears covers off Pro V's and he just keeps them at home because he can't use them anymore. Yeah, like yeah. it's insane. He's got like what are these? Like, oh, my ball. These are the. Yeah. yeah, he just opens the drawer. It's like yeah, these ones aren't good anymore. It's like a hundred golf balls. Yeah. Like that's insane. But l- let let me say, so the whole round we're going around, you know. All I was in my ears all day. Oh, you know, six up. That's the worst lead in golf. Simo breaks late. He's coming for you. You're not this winning wasn't this me match. Saying six up. All four of them. I had Brett, Mike, and Forbes, and Simo in the, my I'm ear. I'm the dark horse. And Simo was also like Simo. The Simo knew the whole time. Oh, hey, like I'm six up one point. He goes, oh, like Simo wins to go five up. He goes, oh, four up, eh? And I'm like, no, <laughs> not four up, Simo. No, and like, and then There's, I like, think just it trying to get my up. kitchen. It might have been. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of question marks on this yeah. round. I <laughs> it could have been. It, I no thought it chance. was three, and then ended up being five. <laughs> I just um, I will. I, I will go back to the shoes very quickly because Gibber went back to winning in a playoff. You're probably the first person to ever wear those shoes without that like copper fit thing on your knees when you're walking around the golf course. <laughs> knee brace. <laughs> and the knee brace, the like the Brett Favre and uh, Jerry Rice commercial. Yeah, I did load up on Lakota. The night before too, so it fit the fit the shoes for the next morning. Lakota. Ah, I don't know what the heck <laughs> Have that a is. look. <laughs> it's like the was it Rub A five three five or uh, yeah. <laughs> like the roll. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I can I tell a non golf story? Mm-hmm. Um, because my buddies were in town this weekend. This story always like surfaces like when my buddies are back in town. They have the most insane memories for like 
I might have been in like a high school story, but I uh, one party we were at in high school, there's like a, we we're in a hot tub and there's like a dune bug crawling on like the mesh of the hot tub. You know, like you guys can picture a dune bug, those big like greasy, gross whatever. So this dune bugs crawling around, and my buddy told, Tony tells the story, the best thing in the world. And there's I'm not even gonna say the other name. There's a guy that's someone in the hot tub's like, hey, I'll give you five bucks if you eat that dune bug. Literally without a second of hesitation, boom, grabs the dune bug off the mesh, pops it in his mouth and crunches it right down, eats the dune bug. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so gross. And then the guy's like, wow, I couldn't believe you did that. Goes to hand him the five bucks. The guy grabs the five bucks, eats the five bucks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a plastic <laughs> five bucks or a paper five bucks? <laughs> I don't know. I think back then it was paper, but I couldn't believe that story and I wanted to share it with you guys. <laughs> So funny, completely random, but it just came to my head when we were talking about uh, talking about you guys. Oh, or you guys are so telling funny. stories about the hundred hole marathon. What was the best shot of the day at the at the marathon? Give best us shot that I almost made an albatross. Okay, what hole was that? I was really close, in, uh, and that was the the nine I shot uh, twenty nine, like seven iron bridge, eight iron bridge, the par five. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. Slinging it across, nearly went in. Okay. We had a couple real close ones that a couple home ones, like something like dance around the hole a couple times. Yeah. Um I hit some big diesels. Yeah, those aren't shots of the day though. Yeah. No. No. Mike. Hey, the part five eagle say, for give her. Give him that a shot of the day. Yeah. Awesome. That was definitely and, uh, a shot of the day. When are you guys playing next? Gotta do it soon. I don't know when I'm playing next. I played a lot last okay. week. Oh, like well, like, I thought you meant like me and Simo. No, I don't I'm, care. I'm on a, I'm on a heater right now. I played today. <laughs> yeah, I know you're late. We know. Um, I'll actually I'll I'll plug it with quick just the tips before we uh, wrap things up here. If you guys don't have much more, um, if you have more, you could just say it after just. Well, the I tips. say I say so. I'm I'm playing. I played today. I'm playing Thursday at Cherry Hill, and I got the opportunity. I'm going to play Goodwood Country Clubs. Nice. Uh, on Friday. Nice. So very, very exclusive golf club, one of the most exclusive in Canada. So I'm looking forward to playing that one. Heard there's lots of fescue, so I'm not sure I'm gonna love Get it. Do so. Can't Get wait. Two iron out. Have you tried yeah, your cut down driver yet? I haven't got it yet. Okay. So no. Yeah. No. Uh, I have not tried it. Just the tips. Uh, I play with I played with a lot of people that let's say don't play golf very often. I haven't been playing with my regular rotation of guys. Um, and I listen to like people like talk about certain shots around the golf course and like what they watch YouTube videos, which is a great thing to do. I think that's like a great tool you can have, but I feel like they're getting their information from too many avenues. I think like everyone would do themselves a favor and I can't see you guys agree with me right now. Your camera's just cut off, but everyone would do themselves a favor is finding one person they really trust and follow that one person throughout their stages. Because if you get too many thoughts in your head, like that's when things really start going sideways. Yeah. 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 And trying to, trying to follow I, on YouTube's tough too. <laughs> I like that's really yeah. tough. I think you gotta like, you can watch it for entertainment, but if you're trying to get better, I really think you gotta go for lessons. I think so Th this will be a compliment. I have three people who I trust analyzing my swing or providing any form of swing advice. Number one, John white well, doesn't he, matter. He, tr he, he trumps everybody. Number two, Kari Rickonen. Oh shit, baby! Boom. Thanks, Gibber. I love you for number that. Th Look. Number three, Colin Morgan. Wow. wow. KC Golf. At KC Golf. Come at you. And number two, number yeah. two was was Colin Morgan until the point where uh, uh, you proved him wrong on the range at Cherry Hill last year for the scratch, and you bumped up the loft on my driver, and I drove it like an absolute stud the entire day. <laughs> well, I don't know anything. So about you were number three, man. You're an animal with that driver. You're, you're like. We don't play the same sport. People like yeah. me, me and Colin are more comparable, not like skill wise, of course, but like distance when wise. it comes to like how to play golf, yeah. we're comparable. Like we, we, we're the same player that way. Give her when you're driving it well, golf courses aren't golf courses. Yeah. It's just like flip wedges everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's 
6,800 yards or 7,300 yards. You could even it doesn't be, matter. Like, the thing with Gibber, he could even be hitting like his irons and wedges super shitty. And he's still like going to be around or beating you because you hit it so I close know. to the green. Like a shitty wedge shot's what, 15 feet? We're back there with seven iron dialing into 25 feet. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. So like, I mean, when the driver goes, obviously Gibber goes with it a little bit. But like, I mean, there's no reason why you should ever drive it bad. He swings it like you're swinging it like Rory kind of. That's why you keep picking him every week. He stinks. <laughs> it's all about the timing. I, I get it in the slot, man. And there's, if I could ever find a way to keep it in that slot, but, you know, I'm not in the slot right now. I use up a lot of those swings at the 100 hole day. But, uh, yeah, but I tell you, 100 first hole, big win. Uh, where, where are you getting there? I've hit a couple. I've learned how to hit a couple good cuts on it. I took the Pendy line on 18 the past two, uh, past two towns I've played, Simo. You'd like that. Over the trees for people listening. Dog leg left over the trees. That's a, and you're trying to hit a cut over that. Yeah. You're not aiming at much. Like you got to hoist it. That's got to go up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Big old cut, baby. I like it. Um, my game has been decent. I, uh, I've been, haven't been striking it extremely well lately, but my scores are all like kind of the same, like mid seventies to, uh, I've shot, yeah, 75 to 78 outside of a day I played after a wedding, which was like, I'm glad I got some fresh air, but I was probably... <laughs> I don't know what I shot. Um, it's been consistent, but like nothing, I haven't blown off the doors off with the ball striking around yet. Still haven't been under par at my home club. Hmm. I've like you four shot four under threes. though. Yeah, I just the city course here. Got you. But like it's still it's still a good track. Like it's still tough. Yeah. Ish. The par three. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty seven hundred yards. So we're all playing the Strixon ZX seven irons for people knowing. We're we're all we yeah. all have those irons in the bag. We're, we've all been playing them for a decent amount of time now i want you guys to rate the experience with the zx7 irons go like 110 dave portnoy style how do you feel about the irons i'm gonna rank them an 8.7 out of 10 and why why not higher why not higher my only trouble is when i catch a jumper with them boy does it jump whereas like you know my the blades i I could never hit the blades as far. They were, you know, the Titleist blades, and they were never, obviously, nowhere as forgiving. And I was probably 15 yards short of a club, but the jumpers were, you know, eight to 10 yards. The jumpers on these are like 30 yards sometimes. I into the wind. I had a flyer today, hit nine iron, 185 yards. Thin. Yeah, you can't just play golf like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they jump. Just, they jump. Yeah. Rex? I, uh, I, I haven't found the jump off them. I, I'm still getting used to the shaft change. I played X100s for the last, oh, I don't know, 15 years. Like, honestly, I got so used to, like, there's, for those listening, shafts have droop in them. And with these, uh, I'm using the Nippon 120X. They droop more than the X100. X100 is a little bit more stout. So if I'm, I hit, if I'm not hitting the middle, I hit half inch towards the toe almost every single time. Gotcha. Um, that being said, the ball doesn't curve. So wherever I start the ball, it's staying on that line. Yeah. Um, I think my iron play hasn't been as crisp, but it's improved. So what, there's what's no, your rating? Like, big, I would go 9.1. I'm really happy with them. Yeah. Um, that driving iron is the best club I've ever hit in my life. Wow. Bold. It, it, I, it's, it's meant for me. I, I can hit it up. I can hit it down. I can draw it. I, haven't, I don't try and cut it very often. Um, but there's two tee shots of, uh, on my home club where it's like kind of questionable, really tough tee shots. You kind of have to place it. I grab this thing and I haven't missed a fairway with it all year, both holes. Love it. So if that's a huge confidence boost. And if I'm like 255 in the fairway, I have no problem grabbing that thing and I'm hitting it online every time. Love it. For the most part. And so that three iron. Is and awesome. I'm, I'm rating them at a 9.2. And I will say that the only thing that doesn't make me go higher for them because they're, they're money is I have the same thing as Gibber. When I catch a jumper out of the rough, it's like way too jumpy. It's so hard to, and maybe it's because I don't play enough golf to like, you know, when you play a lot of golf, you kind of get a feel you of like, read yeah, it's like, oh, I one, you know, one fifty five. This is a wedge jumpy. Like you can kind of feel it. I don't have that feel. So like they're when they're, it's like you don't want to be way short, especially if there's water. So I'm finding that I'm always hitting those jumpers like fifteen yards yeah. over the green. I will say this, Thunder Bay has had one rain day in the last two months. It's been 30 and sunny here that's almost crazy. every day this whole summer. We don't have rough right now. Oh, that's crazy. Ontario's been getting poured on. So wet. Like pretty much all like July jungle. rained. Yeah. Yeah. We're, he's an Ontario we're not. <laughs> We always yeah. do that, me and no. you both. But, he's yeah. northern Ontario. <laughs> yeah. 
We don't consider Curry part of Ontario. Like he, he's show, like pretty much in a call of it. It shows rain in the forecast, and it's just every day. It's like not a cloud in the sky, sunny and hot. Crazy. It's it's wild. I'm actually gonna jump. Uh, I'm gonna take a break from flooring eventually tonight and just go out there for a nice cold beer. I think. Nice. Um, I also skipped over the U.S. Amateur happened. I know it's going a completely different direction from where we were talking, but definitely worth mentioning. I think his name is pronounced James James Piot. It was at Oakmont this year, which is like obviously an iconic venue. We watched DJ win the the U.S. Open there a couple of years ago. Um, they got the Church Pew bunkers. He was a uh, three so thirty twelve match in the final. He was three down heading in the last nine holes. Won four of the next five holes. Closed it out two and one. Very impressive, and I think. Being a U.S. amateur champion is almost cooler than winning the U.S. Open for me. Wow. More of a grind, more golf. Like, obviously, it's, the competition's a little bit different, but amateur golf is yeah. it's insane. It's and I think he's a Michigan and, and you know State what? guy. I, I'm going to agree with you because the U.S. amateur is older than the U.S. Open because golf's good golf started with amateur golf. Like, you know, the era of, like, Bobby Jones, it was an amateur sport. It wasn't for the professionals. Uh, and and the, that U.S. Amateur is older than the U.S. Open, so that that's I'll agree with you there, Rex. I like that take. I'll take the one point eight. I'd also smell. take a U.S. Yeah. Open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good point. Okay, I think we touched all the bases with this one. Do you guys have anything else to wrap I'm done. up? Okay. I have one more thing. Okay. I'm gonna tease it a little bit. I've been in the works, been talking to Pendy. There could be a massive SRP event coming uh, sometime in October. Uh, around the time of when Mr. Pendrith ties the knot uh, to his better half. So there could be a really, really fun day for us down at Cherry Hill. So working through the, the, the logistics on that with him now. Okay, tell Pendy I'll clear my schedule, please. <laughs> You're in. There we go. Doesn't even know I exist. The guy doesn't know I exist. <laughs> Not yet. We'll document it for him yeah. for sure. Not yet. Not yet. Um, okay, that's it for me. I love you that's guys. That's it. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Share this out with your buddy. We'll be back next week. Until then, keep swinging.